welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com. And as always, I am so grateful to get a few minutes of our day with you. So my husband and I have been reading through Sinclair Ferguson's devotional to seek and to save daily reflections on the road to the cross. They're short devotionals and this book was released with the season of Easter coming upon us, but it honestly is a great read any time of the year. We are not going to finish it together by Easter, so it is also a good book to read alone or as together as a couple or as a family. There's some reflection thoughts at the end of every devotion, and they just make some great discussion starters. Okay, so the reason I'm bringing this up is because, well, many of them, but one in particular, one of the past readings was a bit convicting. I feel like I can write a podcast about every reading, but this particular one reflected a lot of my Martha personality. The Lord keeps chipping away with me on this one, but at times I can be one of those people who desires to get things done, get them done right, and I can get overwhelmed in the process, agitated, and forget that the quote, one thing is necessary. Let me set the scene here quickly for you. So we are all very familiar with the Mary Martha moment in Luke chapter 10. If you're not, pause it, go take a read real quick. But Mary is sitting at the Lord's feet and she's listening to his teaching. And Martha is busy in the kitchen. I'm assuming the kitchen. She's she's serving. She's getting food ready. Okay, no, seriously here, she has a lot of people to feed and just imagine the pressure with Jesus being one of them in your home. I tend to get a bit sympathetic towards Martha. All right, but Luke 10 40 tells us, But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. And Jesus answered Martha, 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 you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. And that was Luke chapter 10, verses 41 to 42a there. So I want to read to you from Mr. Ferguson's book, what a possible Marcy, I mean, what a possible Martha moment might look like here. And I'm quoting um, Sinclair Ferguson now. He said, on this occasion, Martha broke big time. Can you see her here? She stands right in front of Jesus. It says, when she went up to him in verse 40, she towers over her sister who is seated at his feet, listening to him. There she is, body rigid, arms like pokers at her side, fists tightly clenched, voice higher pitched than usual, then comes the explosion. It is a double complaint, one about Jesus, Lord, do you not care? And the other about Mary, my sister has left me to serve alone. Was she too uptight even to use her name? And to make matters worse, she tells the Lord exactly what he ought to do about it. Tell her then to help me. All right, end quote there. Okay, I'm going to give Martha a little bit of credit in this scene because she spoke what was going on inside her out loud. 
I tend to keep things inside and let the sinful thinking ruminate in my mind. I'll go over and over it again, justifying my thoughts and actions. And when I do this, I've just made the situation 10 times worse and I start to let bitterness set in. Now, as I say that, there's probably a lot of things we should not say out loud. We should take them straight to the Lord and not to other people. But coming back to this, I can find myself getting ready for company with a to-do list that keeps growing. My husband can be um, sitting, he could be doing something else, whether it's relaxing, reading, studying, whatever he's doing in another room while I am working away. And my heart can just get really agitated with him inside. He's not done anything. Thinking things like, doesn't he see what needs to be done? And why isn't he offering to help me? Now, I need to let you know here, I am married to a godly, extremely helpful, compassionate man, but his domain isn't the kitchen. It's my area. And I also need to state that I don't tend to hang out in the garage. If I need to use the snowblower because he's out of town, I'm the one pulling the directions out to try to figure it out. The garage is his domain, and that is just how our home functions. I wanted to lay that out here. All right, so my Doug, he'd be up in a moment if I would ask for his help. But instead of asking, I seem to find more pleasure in letting my thoughts explode inside my head. Okay, I'm in a mess in this moment. Instead of enjoying my preparation for our guests and missing an opportunity here to work alongside my husband by just asking, I go about my work with a grumbling, self-righteous attitude. I am not choosing the good portion that Mary did at this moment. That's from Luke 42. So let me move back to Martha and the text and how Jesus responds to her. So this is Luke 10, 41 to 42a again. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. So Mr. Ferguson, Sinclair Ferguson responds to this text here. He says, notice how Jesus responds like a calm spiritual physician. He traces these symptoms in Martha's reaction back to the root of the problem, but he also responds like a father. There's a lot of emotional concern in the way he repeats her name, Martha, Martha, in verse 41. And there is something inexpressibly gentle about the way he puts his finger on the source of this painful inflammation. He doesn't give her a lecture about losing her temper or even for that matter about not yielding to God's providence or about the importance of better organization and delegating responsibilities, end quote there. He continues, and I love this reminder here. He says, no, the Lord's diagnosis is simpler. Martha has been anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. So there are many, that's the end quote there, I'm sorry. So there are many things we can do when our tasks lists are long, right? We can simplify. We can focus on doing the next thing. We can delegate. We can ask for help to work alongside us. These are all good things to consider when our plates are full. But what Jesus wants to get to here is the heart of the issue because we've lost focus on him. And I'm going to pause here and just take a little break from the text here and just share something because 
As I'm recording this, we are in the midst of this COVID-19 and we're all shelter in place and safer at home. And so we're probably all a little closer than we normally are on a regular basis. Some of us are already fairly close together, but still yet it's hindered our being able to go about. So we're close um, and kind of on top of each other most of the day, unless you're running an errand to go to the grocery store for some kind of needed supply your home. So tensions can be hard at home right now. So we need to be searching and getting to the heart of the issue when we're dealing with this because I'm one of my reasons for doing this is because myself, I'm home a lot and I'm feeling this Martha attitude come about. There's things I want to get done and I want to work on, but because it's different and there's a little anxiety and I'd love you to listen back to my um, prepare and not panic. It's episode 71, the one before this, if you haven't yet. Um, I've lost focus on Jesus at times and that's when I get anxious and agitated and my thoughts are not in a right place and my um, actions and attitudes are sinful and they're not calm and they're not honoring to God because I've lost focus on him. So if you're finding yourself in that place, I pray this will be an encouragement today and you'll take some time to kind of read through that text and continue to keep your eyes on him. So I'm going to continue on here. But so we can get busy and I'm going to quote supposedly here, serving him through our serving others and we miss Jesus. So we could be doing things that need to be done and good things. We need to cook our family's dinner and we need to do laundry and we need to wash dishes and we need to read stories and give baths and all those things we need to do. But when we lose sight of our Savior amid these ordinary tasks, we're missing out on the good portion. Luke ten forty two says, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Ladies, we must not let the distractions of this world make us lose focus on the one thing that is most important. These distractions, again, as I said, they could be good things, and they usually are in the care of our homes and families, tasks that need to be done and taken care of, because the reality is we need Martha's and we need Mary's. The problem with Martha wasn't the tasks before her, but the attitude as she went about them. And I want you to remember this, Mary and Martha both need to be cultivated in our hearts. So as we spend time at the Lord's feet, listening and learning from him as Mary did, we're going to go about our tasks, focusing on the one thing. When our priorities are in the right order and focused on the goodness of Jesus and the gospel, we will go about our tasks with a right and joyful heart attitude, giving thanks in all things. And if you need a reminder there, go back and listen to my podcast. I'm preaching the gospel to ourselves. So it would probably be a good season to listen to it again. Warren Wearsby said, and this is a pretty um, good and convicting quote. He says, if serving Christ makes us difficult to live with, then something is terribly wrong with our service. The key is to have the right priorities. Jesus Christ first then others, then ourselves. We've all heard that joy. That's the end quote there, but joy, Jesus, others, and then you. So as we love God with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, the natural outflow will be love for others. And loving others means serving with a joy-filled spirit and not one that's critical and demanding. So take the time to sit at the Lord's feet and worship and meditate on his word 
The reminder I always love to refer back to is John 15, 15. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Ladies, apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. If we're in Christ, by his grace, we can now dwell with him. And our part of our part of dwelling is to read the word, obey it, and grow in our love for him through it. And as we do this, our lives will be an overflow of setting our priorities properly on the one thing. And the one thing is Jesus. So Jesus is enough always. Thank you so much for your time today. And before I go, uh, hang on with me here a second. I want to share with you a favorite resource that I've been enjoying. And it's Ligonier's online teaching platform called Ligonier Connect. Right now, they are offering all their group courses for free until June 30th. So you have plenty of time to snatch an online course if you have some free time here. And in case you're listening to this at another date, this is 2020. (laughs) This is the year 2020. So June 30th of 2020. Um, So take a moment to sign up for a course to do with a group of friends. We're working through one right now in um, the Thankful Homemaker group on contentment. So it's in our Thankful Homemaker Facebook group. And I'll put the link to the group and the course to join us if you're interested. If If you're not on Facebook... Um, You can still just go through the course with us as a group too. So check it out. There's a lot of ladies in it. You can answer questions. You could read other ladies' responses. I'm um, working really hard at putting my notes up each week after I share in the group by live stream. And we're doing weekly live videos every Friday morning at 10 a.m. my time at Central Time. Um, So as this podcast is coming out, and it's coming out on March 30th. So as it's coming out, there's only been one full study up. So you're really not very far behind at all. There's plenty of time to join in with us. And again, I'll put the notes for my video session in the group study. So they're going to be accessible to everyone. So if you're not on Facebook or you're on Facebook and you don't, you're not in the Facebook group, you can still access the majority of that um, from just the Ligonier site. So I'll, I'll put those links in and hopefully you can figure all that out that I didn't make that too confusing. But what I wanted to say is it's been a good study to work through because, as I shared earlier, this podcast is coming out while we're in the middle of dealing with COVID-19, and we're all finding ourselves a bit isolated from one another right now. And I do pray you're doing well and working hard to keep in contact with others. Um, And again, if you haven't listened to my podcast on Prepare and Not Panic, it's a helpful one to take a listen to in this season. And just a couple other thoughts I want to share with you in this season Ladies, try to keep your routines in this season as difficult as that can be. But I do find that that's a help for me. If I'm getting up at a certain time and I'm keeping a regular schedule, that helps my days to go by better and to really plan out your week, still kind of look at it. Um, I was talking with my daughter about food the other day, and I'm normally a weekly menu planner. But right now, I'm kind of planning it day by day, just trying to continue to clean out the fridge and freezer. And I was utilizing my... um, if you've not picked it up yet, my menu planning course is, it's very helpful and it has some sheets in it to do your fridge and freezer inventory. And so I've been utilizing those to just keep good inventory of food I need to get rid of. So I'll kind of 
go down and take my list of my um, my freezer in the basement and then my pantry and, you know, kind of check the hot items with expiration dates. And I'll make sure to highlight the ones on that sheet that I need to get rid of quickly. So kind of each night before I go to bed, I'll take a look at it and in my mind just kind of plan some easy, quick meals for the next day to just continue to clean out pantry and things. And so we're not having to go to the grocery store quite as often for maybe just some fresh veggies, just a quick trip. So that's just a, a thought there to hopefully encourage you in the season that we're all home a little more. And one more, one more favor, if you're enjoying the podcast, can you take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen in? It has been such a blessing and has helped so many other people find the podcast. I want to thank you bunches and bunches for those of you who have left ratings and reviews. I so appreciate that. And I read every single one of them. So they are an encouragement to me and praise God. He gets all the glory, ladies. He has been the biggest blessing in my life for allowing me to do this and giving me the capabilities to be able to do it. I'm so grateful for that. So also you can find this podcast in um, somewhat of an article form, obviously more shared here than in the article. And all the links I mentioned will be over at the blog at thankfulhomemaker.com. And if it's not first up on the blog, you're listening to this later and you're looking for it, the title is One Thing is Necessary and you can put that in the search bar on my blog and it will come right up. So my friends, that's all I have for you right now. And I pray that you all have a very blessed week. 